Who shall ascend? Here it is, Psalm 24. Here's how we approach him. Psalm 24, 3 and 4. For you might want to, just for the next couple of months, start every morning with Psalm 24, verse 3 and 4. Here it is. Listen to it. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who is going to be able to come into his presence? That's what it means. Here it is. It's very clear. You say, well, that's Old Testament. That, that don't apply to me. Okay. Go right on. Go on. Just keep on doing that. Don't listen to instruction. Harden your heart. Fill your head with nonsense. But if you want that wonderful, sweet presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, listen to me. Who shall stand in his holy place? He's asking questions, isn't he? Here's the answer. He who hath clean hands, that means soul, and a pure heart, that means spirit, that's the one that's going to access the presence of God. The Lord is telling us that the only ones that will be permitted to worship Him are those with a cleansed and purified spirit. Brothers and sisters, just because we're singing the songs, just because we're reciting the mantra, doesn't mean that we are worshiping. We don't even begin to worship until we have brought a clean vessel. Now, this is old line holiness Pentecostal preaching. And some people ain't going to like it. But listen, clean it up. God expects clean vessels. And His Son, Jesus Christ, went to the cross and shed His blood that we could have access to that redemption and that cleansing 24-7. And that we could be clean in a minute and a second just by repenting, confessing, and saying, God, forgive me. Let us walk in humbly before the Lord in this confession and repentance that the minute the Holy Spirit says to us, that's wrong. Boom! We go to our knees. Even though it may not be physically in our heart and in our mind, and we say, Lord, that's accountability. Where there is accountability, there will be anointing. Where there is anointing, there will be the power of God in your life. There will be the strength of God in your life. Come in this way. Some people say, well, you know, I was in that service and I didn't feel a thing. Well, I can tell you why. You needed to go to the altar. Well, they didn't sing the right songs. I'm so glad that Randy leads worship the way he does. From the very first... Now, let me digress again. I'm going to digress from my digression. If the only time you prepare for worship is when you come through those doors, that's what's wrong. That's the problem. People come in. Let me just go right back here and illustrate it. Okay. They come in through these doors. And they come in. Look back here, everybody. Look back here. Okay. Look back here. They come in like this. Well, I know they've probably had a bad week and I have sympathy and pity on them, but they come in like this. Now, none of you do this. This is not for anybody here, okay? This is for them that ain't here. And they come in, they sit down in the pew. Can everybody see me? Sit down in the pew. Saints around them are praising God and shouting and they're in heavenly places, unmoved. You know why? Because you didn't prepare. You didn't prepare. You thought that walking through those doors and sitting in these pews was going to put you in a worship service. Wrong. You must prepare. You must begin preparing on Saturday night. You must begin preparing on Sunday morning before you get here. You must begin preparing. If you are listening to Bon Jovi in the car when you pull into the parking lot and walk into the sanctuary, I don't think you're going to experience the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hmm? 
conversely, those of us that are more mature, if our minds are focused on all of our problems and all of the anxieties and the stress that's in the world all week long, and on the Sunday morning when we're coming into this sanctuary, we come into this sanctuary like that, I don't think we're ready to worship. I want to see, I want to see, and I live to see, I believe to see that everybody comes into this sanctuary so prepared to worship that Randy don't even get the first word out of his mouth and everybody's going, Hallelujah, glory to God, that was good. Because we prepared. We prepared. You're saying, well, Jim, people have needs. I mean, people, if you're not careful, you're going to make people who, who hurt feel like they shouldn't come in here. No, 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 no. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you that know the Lord. I'm talking to you that have been saved long enough and filled long enough to know this. This is foundational. This is just the very basic concepts of Christianity. That's all it is. But yet, it needs to be stated. Worship is not a ritual. It's not something we do externally. It's a bowing down and surrendering of ourselves.